Are you an over-ambitious scheduler and a productivity geek constantly trying to get more efficient, fit more in your schedule and keep doing more and more? What if I told you that's counterproductive in itself? Hello and welcome back to a deep dive series on the Being Miraculous podcast. I'm Shweta Shivraman, your self-awareness coach, here to help you ask the right questions. In today's episode, we are going to break down a book on productivity and reflect on a question to deep dive and be more mindfully productive in our day-to-day lives. Ready to get started? So earlier this year, I felt seen by a book that found its way in my hands quite by chance. I've forever been an over-ambitious scheduler and a productivity geek, constantly trying to get more efficient, fit in more in my schedule and keep doing, doing and doing. That introduction was my description. But like the book rightly said, productivity is a trap. I found myself caught up in a vicious cycle where the more I became efficient, the more items landed in my to-do list. No amount of time hacks or deep focus or distraction-free hours helped me process to-do lists thoroughly enough to reach that elusive paradise island of no more tasks to complete. It's because there are three problems of chasing this elusive efficiency. One, no amount is ever enough. The author calls this beautifully as the efficiency trap. He says, rendering yourself more efficient either by implementing various productivity techniques or by driving yourself harder, won't generally result in the feeling of having enough time because all else being equal, the demands will increase to offset any benefits. Far from getting things done, you will be creating new things to do. That defines my last decade of existence. Try as you might to be more efficient. You never see the bottom of that to-do list because the more you get done, the more ambitious you become about what you can achieve in the time you have. Two, you sacrifice the present for an unknown and an uncertain future. Eventually, the do-do-do cycle leads to a system breakdown. You reach a point where you could do no work, let alone more work. Of course, this is a vicious cycle that keeps going on a loop, adding more and more pressure to do to arrive at that future elusive destination. But at the cost of taking away energy and attention from the present moment and what is right now. The author says, The trouble with attempting to master time is that it ends up mastering you. It wrenches us out of the present, leading to a life spent leaning into the future, worrying about whether things will work out, experiencing everything in terms of some later hoped-for benefit so that peace of mind never quite arrives. We constantly pressurize ourselves to arrive at some utopian destination and waiting to feel at peace when we get there, only to realize that there is no destination or arrival in the offing. Rather, we squander away our precious peace of mind today, awaiting for this illusionary destination where we'll feel at ease and not rushed. We never pause to live in the present and keep gearing up for some future that will pass us by just as today's present passes without a moment's notice. 3. Restlessness The problem with this never-ending rush to do more is that over time we forget how to do nothing. The restlessness becomes ingrained in our nervous system. I used to have this in phases where I'd get anxiety or panic attacks if I completed things on my to-do list some weeks and my calendar was actually empty. 
the body forgets what it's like to do nothing and relax and that causes its own challenges in terms of our stability and composure. So here's a question for all of you listening in. The next time you find your productive streak rushing in to do more in a day, ask yourself, to what end are we really rushing? To what end? Why is doing all these things important to us? What are we hoping to achieve when we complete it? Is it really urgent to do them all right now? Or can a few things wait if it's not acutely important right now in this present moment? Rather than being paranoid about doing it all, can we pause, breathe, connect with ourselves and do what's most important with all our presence, involvement and attention? The miraculous way, that ideal desire that being miraculous strives for and I keep talking about. Wouldn't that be a great way to live this one wild and precious life like Mary Oliver's poem, The Summer Day Goes? At least that's what I'm aspiring to do this year. I'm just going to share a snippet from the poem here. I do know how to pay attention, how to fall down into the grass, how to kneel down in the grass, how to be idle and blessed, how to stroll through the fields, which is what I have been doing all day. Tell me, what else should I have done? Doesn't everything die at last? And too soon? Tell me, what is your plan to do with your one wild and precious life? If you'd like to read the entire poem, you can simply Google The Summer Day by Mary Oliver. Take the time to deep dive and reflect on this question to be more productive mindfully. The thoughts on this podcast are reflected from the book 4000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. Would you like me to share more such reflections from the many books I read? I'm curious to know if you enjoyed this format of the podcast episode. Let me know across social media, emails, WhatsApp, wherever you are in touch with me. I'll be curious to hear this. Until we meet again, this is Shweta Shivraman signing off, hoping you have a fabulous and a mindfully productive week ahead.